this is the most calming music in the wow. world. I want to just take a nice, sweet little when nap. I when I need to decompress and just chill out. I put on our theme song as loud as I can. I cannot you, believe we have not spoken since November. It's very it so good to talk to you guys. I know. I, uh, I got I got stuck in a little bit of a time loop. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> well, I was uh, I, I I was walking down the street uh, and I saw just the other day. Just the other day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. No, but I saw I saw a guy go in between these two trees uh, and it looked like uh, the light was refracting strange, so I went through that door. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. there was light, light coming through two trees. Well, it wasn't light. So you, That's the whole thing. It didn't look you, particularly you said, like light. I went through that door. Yeah, well, you were walking up, outside. My what point door? is, okay. So I thought it was just like I'm going to go outside and explore this area. It looks a little strange, but it ended up being like a portal, I guess is more of the words here. This is, okay. Yeah. Portal. Portal's fine. Portal. Yeah. yeah. There's portals outside. Right. I've never seen a door just standing up outside. Well, one man's portal is another man's door. That's, That's just true. Known, That's known one thing you always say. Like a nightmare before Christmas kind of thing? I think it was kind of like that. So what was behind this door? This door. Th- that your door? Yeah, right here. Okay. Like I, so like you, I just did that. I think you're talking about your front door. <laughs> right. But you walked through your front door and you were, you were confused at how you got in your house. Well, yeah, but it was a portal. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying, and I think you see what I'm saying, and I think we're both on the same page. You walked through. Here. You walked through what you felt like was a portal, right. wound up in your house, and got scared about how oh, you got. Oh no! And yes. then they have a bunch of doors, right? And right, then right. Mike and Sully go through them, right? And then that's where they scare the little girl, and there's a lizard. And she dies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and it goes from the the street outside my house right, into right, 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 right here. Do you think that? Um, yes. Do you think that it's weird that? Uh, Pixar made a movie about harvesting um, energy from children, and honestly, now that that's what Andy, QAnon is. Honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that a bunch of people online are so paranoid now that they think that Pixar was trying to secretly tell us that that's actually what Hollywood's doing? I'm surprised nobody said it sooner. Do you think that it's weird that a bunch of people online think that John Lasseter from Hollywood is the only person trying to tell the truth I'm by glad. making Steve Buscemi harvest energy from children? I'm glad you're saying it. Even I'm though he's it. a pervert. Yeah. He's, Ironically. He's, like, he's famous for being as weird as possible. Famous well, pervert. Famous, well-known pervert Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no, no, John Lasseter. Oh, oh yeah. Who's, been, who's not part of Pixar anymore for being a pervert. Boos, oh, he's Steve actually Buscemi. a pervert. I Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. You, you want a guy to play a pervert. He's, he's your man. He doesn't need to be the pervert. He has the eyes of a pervert, clearly. He's got the whole head of a pervert. He used to be a firefighter. How do they stay in there, his eyes? Like if you look at him from the side, they're more than halfway out, and they're they're orbs. Glue. So they should clue. <laughs> now, yeah, we, no, that's, that, that answers not, my I question. Not, I have not spoken to you guys since November no, because yes. contractually, I took a vow of silence. <laughs> you took a vow of silence. I did take a vow of silence, and but how- I also took a vow of violence, <laughs> and I did some silent violence. Yeah, um, Devin. <laughs> Devin joined a Trappist monastery. Trappist? Yeah. Uh, where they make beer and they also do violence. Yeah, they do violence. <laughs> um, it's, a weird, it's a weird church where they believe that violence is the only one true pathway to Jesus. Yeah, I was trained in the way of the sword. <laughs> and how does that going? Um, well... Uh, I, they kicked me out. <laughs> yeah. I thought you was were it just beer related it. or was it sword related? Well, or period, related. it's going well. <laughs> I got kicked out because yeah, I was too chatty. 
Too chatty. I got too yeah. chatty with the fellas. You were you um you really respected the vow of violence, yes. but there was very little respect they in the way of the vow of silence. A plus on the violent side, but they did flunk me out for the silence. Yeah, and side. you need you need a C plus average. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, they fucked they, me. They, they fucked me. Which is very reasonable from a monastery to ask of a, for a C plus average about your vows. That's not that. Like that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, no, I I can see why they were upset. Honestly, with me. this expo- this this makes this makes uh, sense of a lot. You've been really into Quiet Riot lately, and I think that that has <laughs> that's a pretty you know, silent violence. Yeah, that was the name of the that was the name of the monastery. <laughs> the Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. Yeah. Did, uh, yeah. Because we're going out. We're doing. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Uh, rioting. Yeah, with, with the yeah classic punch and kick noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that could also be the sound of a sword. Do you think that there? The do you think that there is? There's probably somewhere a Quiet Riot cover band called Silent Violent, right? I would there bet. Honestly, I'm I'm the guy be. with the computer here, so we're, <laughs> I'll get on that. To be. Silent violence. So that every monastery I've ever joined asked a lot more Silence? of me than a C plus average on my vows. What, were you like a 4.0 at the monastery? You ha- I mean deal? that you no I'm, like that's what most monasteries ask you. Like they they want you to be whole hog on these vows. Right. You were asked you were asked I, Well they wanted me to pass. They wanted right. me to, They wanted you to pass on your vows. Right. And you couldn't do it. No, I could not. You flunked one out totally. Yeah, I really bungled the I really bungled the monastery situation. Um yeah. I am persona non grata. I uh I I was missing Devin, so I, um, you know how you kind of like put your f- hands on top of the wall and you just peer over, yeah, when your yeah, friends yeah. behind a wall and you just try to j- see what's going on, yeah, like the neighbor in which yeah, what's his name, Wilson, Wilson in Home Improvement, the volleyball, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the volleyball, the volleyball, um, that's not the so, only neighbor named Wilson that we've been talking about lately, <laughs> Mister Wilson, Mister Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wilson Philia, the world's most preeminent <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Dennis the Menace? Yeah. Dennis, Dennis the, the Menace, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, we I'm watched on board for Dennis the Menace. We two Dennis the Menace movies this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we haven't spoken since November, seeing <laughs> right. each other. No, but we watched two. But also, two. a couple days ago, we watched Un- two Dennis unrelated. the Menace Unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. Uh, we watched <laughs> we watched the two sequels. Yeah, <laughs> we did not watch the original Dennis the Menace this weekend. We have seen it. Don Rickles as Mr. Wilson. It was a revelation. He's nude. There was a <laughs> He's nude in that movie more see, than I've ever been in my whole you life. You see the bottom of his thigh <laughs> in underwater oh in a bathtub. God. What's worth? Rickles Rickles uh bathtub thigh or Sly Stallone's gel body and demolition. You bed. see the you see the bottom of his scrotum. <laughs> you do. Yeah, no. You're right. If you, you want to see the bottom see of Sly Stallone's scrotum, you got to watch Demolition Man. You see you see a lot of Don That is oh that God. is honestly the the <laughs> least the least flattering thing that you could possibly see from a man is the bottom of his scrotum through through the back of your legs. Sly yeah, scrotum. through like <laughs> uh, through like gel. They were in like a freaking tub of lube in that movie too. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, Rickles. Rickles. The, Rickles comes from an era of comedy when the funniest thing you could be as is the ugliest man in the room. <laughs> you, like that's there a were, different era. There, that's yeah, that's still a different era. Very funny. Uh, 
<laughs> that is still incredible. That man, that man is so impossibly ugly that I could not stop laughing. <laughs> his his, cool. his face does things that a face just obviously shouldn't be able no, to do. Cool. Not be able to is do insult that. comedy, and they don't really let him do it in the movie, which is fine. So it's just him turning to the camera and being like, ah, I need a vacation. I need <laughs> There's an entire dance montage where he challenges another old man to dancing. And I'm just telling you right now, just go see Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, starring the kid from Liar Liar. The kid from Liar Liar. And Betty White's in it. George Kennedy's in it. Wow. Carrot Top right. is in brown face. <laughs> Carrot Top is really in brown Carrot Top does so one Devin's, of the most. Devin's billing has Ooh. Carrot Top in brown face built six. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're here doing. We're here Brian, doing. He plays Brian Doyle Murray's uh, sidekick, and he is geez. in brown face. Brian Moyle. Uh, Brian Moyle Dury. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Moyle Dury. Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly going to assassinate somebody no, with a name Mo- like that. Moyle Dury. He's gonna. He's gonna. Uh, uh, he's gonna circumcise your kid. <laughs> 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 Brian Moyle Dury is. is he, he's a yeah, no, You got it. That's, that's what he does when he's not partnered with uh, Caratop. Caratop. We we're here on a show. We've talked about the Apu situation before. Yeah, we have. A um, couple times. T- this Carrot Top in Dennis the Menace Strikes Again is the most racist uh, uh, Indian depiction I've ever seen. Yeah. Very upsetting. Yeah, and it did yeah. not further the plot. It did not have any jokes in it. Well, it, that was the joke back on, then. Yeah, that was. It that was, was the joke. Yeah. Carrot Top and Brownface was the joke. That You didn't have to do more of joke than... What if what if what this if prop comic <laughs> pretended to be Indian for a little while? It is funny he had no props in the movie. No, they gave him no props. He did have he did. And I, I give him no props. I would, for <laughs> I would bet that he made that uh, mailbag trapdoor thing that he hid in for a while. Absolutely. Brian Doyle Murray plays a classic grifter, where like that. I don't know if this is just a movie thing or if really that you are in danger of running into a guy in a seersucker suit anytime you went to a fair that tried to sell you medicine. I don't see why we don't do that. <laughs> this summer, when we're allowed back at stuff or whatever, we should put on seersucker and just grift. Just, I, I, yeah, I, if, if that was ever a real thing, I don't, who would buy medicine at the county fair? <laughs> Me. Honestly, yeah. What's the prices Absolutely. like? Absolutely. Yeah. What are they selling? What are they it, selling? Uh, it'll snake fix oil. what ails you. Yeah, they got snake oil. Honestly, I would put some snake oil on my calf. Yeah. Dude, that's just new Tiger Bomb. Yeah. It's new Tiger Bomb. Tiger Bomb's a grift, probably. Tiger, tiger Bomb's bomb. probably a grift. It's probably all in my head. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would love to go just in a insane summer suit and just try and, like, grift a hundred thousand dollars anytime anytime somebody uh catches you in your grift you throw your straw hat down and stomp <laughs> on it <laughs> that's the only reason people used to wear st- straw hats because they're easy to break if they're you get mad yeah, they're yeah. Good and it's comedy if you break it over someone's head and then yeah it, and it goes the, like the rim around your neck and around. if you need a place to hide and you're near a farm scarecrow that's there you true. go works yeah pretend to be a scarecrow pretty easy <laughs> I don't need a straw hat to pretend to be a scarecrow. I'll tell you what. No, it's attitude, baby. Every crow that I've ever met is terrified of me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met a a crow that didn't wasn't scared Uh, of me by the end. What about the crow? The crow? Yeah. I was the guy that shot Brandon Lee. (laughs) 
So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was for unrelated reasons. That was for unrelated reasons. Absolutely. Unrelated reasons. (laughs) Jeez. Guys, would you do it again? Would I do it again in a heartbeat? (laughs) In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That was that was uh, a test of um, uh, diligence for one of the monasteries. I ended up getting kicked out of. You did mention that as soon as everyone's vaccinated and you're allowed to do stuff again, the first thing you're going to do is shoot him a second time. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's the Um. first thing I'm going to do. Because the cemetery he's buried in, uh, no guests right now. Not allowed. no guests. It's really really tight quarters. Uh, Social distancing is impossible in there. Yeah, it is a a packed (laughs) graveyard. It's packed. Um, it's in the basement of a Chili's. Yeah, you can't you can't get to a social distance. So yeah, one of the busier Chili's. One of the busier Chili's. One of the busier. One of the busier Chili's. One of the busier Chili's. Okay. The the subway in the Michigan Union was. They always said like that was like one thing they told you on at or, student orientation was like. Our, the, the subway sandwich shop in the student union is the most heavily trafficked subway in the world. Like, what do you, why is that? <laughs> why would you even brag about yeah, that? That's what we love hearing from subway <laughs> talking about heavy traffic. <laughs> what, what, in what world would I be like, you know, Jared what? Fogel is doing I was, some <laughs> of the heaviest trafficking <laughs> in this area he's ever done. I was really on the fence about going to U of M or Stanford. After I found out that they have the most heavily trafficked subway in the world, I got to choose Ann Arbor. Yeah. I mean, really, it's uh, all things being equal. I mean, I said I saw a picture today. It's from some comic book. I don't know what, but Superman is thanking oh, it's su- Jared that's Fogel. definitely Superman. It's from some Superman comic book. Mm-hmm. He's thanking Jared Fogel. He's like, thank you. And then Jared Fogel's like, I respect you, Superman. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, was, it was pretty cool. We'll post it on the Homerphilia page. Sure, sure we will. <laughs> post it on the Homerphilia sure, we'll page. Sure, we'll remember to do that. Uh, wait, Jared well, Fogelnest. <laughs> Welcome to Homer hey, hey, hey. Oh my gosh, we're back. Yeah. We're back after. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're back after a while. Jake Fogelnest is famous for being uh, in one movie when he was 16 years old and just being friends with everybody in the movie industry since then. Yeah. That's cool. That's I think a good one. He wrote life. for one of the Wet Hot American Summer sequel seasons. <gasps> okay. All right. Okay. So if, he's, if he's looking up his own name, uh, I know that about you. Jake Fogelnest. Jake Fogelnest. Fogelnest. He used to have a podcast where he ha- would have a guest and they would watch weird YouTube videos. And they made that an auditory podcast. <laughs> so you, <laughs> it was like, I listened to it for a while and it would be like him and a guest. And then he'd be like, watch this one of a guy throwing up. And then you would just hear this video of a guy throwing I up. I did that as a stand up bit one time. I was like, I saw this really funny video. You guys are going to love it. And then I just held my phone up and watched a YouTube video and just described it to the crowd. I'm like, and this guy's like, and he's like running and he fell off the trampoline. It didn't, yeah. that does not. Skip it. I thought that was funny. It didn't work well. Yeah, bad house. Bad house. Good bit bad house. Bad house. Bad house. It was the monastery that I was. Yeah, the monastery. You weren't supposed to be talking. That's why they were. It is honestly, um, people don't know this. People don't realize this, but there's never been a bad set of comedy no <laughs> only only assholes watching yeah 
If somebody, if if somebody, I believe that all stand-up comedians believe that. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. believe that. They fully yeah. believe that. They fully believe that. Um, there's nobody's ever been. I rocked funny. tonight. I was great tonight. I rock. Uh, Z. <laughs> Camaro, <laughs> we're just doing word loose I loose rock. word association. Now. That's your wheelhouse, buddy. It's <laughs> my wheelhouse. It's absolutely my wheelhouse. Where does that phrase come from? <laughs> Which one? What? The, what is a wheelhouse? Um, I think. Uh, so why is that a thing that we all say? We're right. like, well, there you know used what? to be you know that thing. that big okay. house that I keep all my wheels in. <laughs> this is my that. Yeah, yeah this is my that. Uh, I think it used to be a big house uh, where they would put uh, circular items uh, in. Yeah. Wheels haven't yeah. always been circles, though. So right, right, right. So there's some square wheels. Oval. Oval wheels. Round. <laughs> Round wheels. Uh, Round. Cylindrical wheels. Yeah. I've seen a few cylindrical wheels. My, what are my favorite shapes? Yes. Round. Round. <laughs> Round. Well, that's a good shape. Cube. Yeah, it's, uh, Those are some of the main ones. Those are some of the main shapes. <laughs> I uh, passed kindergarten with flying colors. Yeah, which ones? Uh, blue. <laughs> blue. I, I won most charming in kindergarten. Did you really? Yeah. Actually, or use this bit. No, my my yeah, my kindergarten teacher gave out superlative <laughs> awards. <laughs> I won most charming and least likely to wind up in jail. Wow. Both ended up being wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never been in jail. Just in case my mom's listening and thinking I'm going to try to hide something from her. <laughs> hey, your mom's 40 whatever episodes deep into Homer. How many episodes have we done? So uh, many. I would oh, bet that this is... Would, some would argue too many. This is episode number 61. So if you combine uh, some of the garbage episodes we've <laughs> made and you, you count out... I mean, I would bet you if you count the YouTube ones... You're about uh, 60 hours yeah, deep we, into Homer. You got to be 60 yeah. hours deep into this wow. bad boy. Guys, like a solid week of video game streaming for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> things um, are different now. Things are different. Remember when I tried to intro the show like 20 minutes ago? <laughs> no. For Homerphilia, we're yeah. the words preeminent Simpsons podcast. Who are you? Finally we back. talk about the Simpsons. My name is Devin Rosenai. I am over my vow of silence, and I will never be quiet again. My name is Cranberry. <laughs> what a dumb joke. Write <laughs> 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 a, a bit about Write a bit about Chuck Berry's brother Crayon. Cran. <laughs> it's not Cran, it's Crayon. Cranberry. Cran 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 That's funny. I'm, I'm laughing at That's that. That's a good bit. I'm laughing at Cranberry. Uh, that 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 video sketch I did at the beginning of quarantine the big money thing oh yeah that guy that character's name was wyatt termelon wyatt I, I think my brand of comedy is names that sound like fruit wyatt <laughs> termelon uh, cranberry uh and i'm orange here. <laughs> my name is orange <laughs> first name or uh, last name orange. <laughs> Uh, You're Andy's <laughs> uh, <laughs> brother, right? Anti, uh, anti, anti-fascist. Andy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. It's good to be back. Um, good to be back. Us. It is good to be back. See, we we released our trailer last week. 
We were everybody. The world's from, excited from our truck down the highway. The, <laughs> the world's excited for the return of Horbophilia. They are. The world told me. You know what? And and it was a world full of hope and optimism. COVID cases were going down. Horbophilia was coming back. But now, here we are, just days later, and we're facing a world without Daft Punk. Do you want to know what I think happened? What? Energy can't be created or destroyed for Homer to feel oh you come, to come back. They broke up. We oh, did my it. God. We did They it. broke up because we, we were coming back uh, this week. Uh, see, now I'm going to blame myself for the rest of my life. <laughs> now I'm never going to be able to get that out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie just... <laughs> Laying in bed, just wide awake. What, it, what if we Blood just would have waited eyes. a couple weeks? <laughs> yeah, a couple more weeks, and then Daft Punk was going to put out an album. Maybe, maybe an album, or you know, a, a visual, an audio, auditory, visual, some sort of multimedia project. But you know what? We got the remixes or whatever, the extended release of the Tron soundtrack. Thank God, so, that's so yeah. So they they released that quietly. A co- like maybe a month ago, uh, for the 10th anniversary of the Tron soundtrack, they put out a new edition of it with like six whole new original soundtracky songs. Pretty cool. There was rumors that they were <laughs> in the studio for up to uh, over a year ago. Um, and then they broke up the week of the 20th anniversary of Discovery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this Friday. Uh, That's that, disrespectful. Uh, I, I, there were, yeah, there were rumors that they were making music. There were rumors they were interested in doing another soundtrack. Uh, I can't remember the name of the director. He's a French guy. The Suspiria guy. The Suspiria guy. Um, I don't remember his name. Uh, there were rumors that they were going to play at the Super Bowl. Those those were – I never put any stock in those because there's any time that one of their collaborators has a I heard a rumor concert. that they aren't French anymore. <laughs> that, like something happened and they're not French they, anymore. They got, they got their passports stolen. Yeah, but like also they don't speak French or anything anymore. <laughs> like it's all different now, I heard. That was That's just a rumor true. it turns out. I, I, guess. <laughs> I heard a rumor that they're now just like – Two middle-aged, overweight guys that run a convenience store in like outside of Greensboro, North Carolina. That, but that is true. That's true. Like I, they confirmed that. I'm bummed. They're my favorite band, and now they're gone forever. Andy, what do you think Daft Punk means? Um, they uh, they were in a punk band uh, called Darlin way back in the early '90s, and a BBC um, uh, uh, reviewer reviewed their EP and said that this is just Daft Punk, like stupid punk music. Oh. And they were like, fuck you, guy. We're going to take that little turn of phrase and we're going to make the uh, most influential music, uh, dance music of all time. You ever see the video of the encore they did with Phoenix at mm-hmm. the Phoenix Madison Square Garden? It's cool, but it is so loud that yeah. I cannot hear what it sounds like. So they, um, like f- five or six months after that, Phoenix closed out the Sunday they closed out Lollapalooza so they were the main headliner and that was it was just like the weekend Super Bowl set where it was like everyone at Lollapalooza was like I heard it from this guy who heard it from a guy who was like a producer of Lollapalooza it's happening they're doing it again so like literally everyone uh at Lollapalooza went over to Phoenix to watch and they it didn't happen. Phoenix puts on a great show. I've seen yeah, them before. it was a great. Yeah, I, I saw it was a great uh, show. I saw Phoenix at Bonnaroo in 2010. 10, 10. Good show. Phoenix rips. Good show. Man. I got into them uh, because of the Lost in Translation soundtrack. Oh in yeah, 2003. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the lead singer of that band in Darlin with the Daft Punk Boys. 
Really? They were in a they band together. Back. That's crazy. They were in a band together. Uh, and then they went on to a fame without each other. But uh, yeah, I'm bummed. So they're like they they're like cicadas almost. That's how their whole career has been. Where it's like they go away, they don't say anything, they don't do anything for like five, six, seven years. They are away from everything, and then one little drop of something, and you're like, oh my god, something's happening. And yeah. then they release they release something wholly new, wholly original, completely different from anything they've ever done before. Wild departure, uh, um, and they impact the entire music industry. And then they go away again. And like that, like the j- that was part of the magic and mystery, and co- like why I was so invested in them is because they are so enigmatic. They don't, and they they just let the art speak for itself. And it just like every, every once in a while, every seven years, something like that would happen, and I like I would love it and cherish it until the next thing came out. And like now, I don't have, I can't, like I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow <laughs> and get to wonder, like I wonder, I wonder if today's the day that we, that we, some like cryptic message comes out that leads, like leads to the next Daft Punk. Yeah, project. Rabbit hole. It's the opposite of The Simpsons, really. Where The Simpsons, yeah, uh, yeah. could have stopped on top, and instead they've just uh, ruined all their goodwill yeah. with anyone by continuing to put out material for thirty years. I'm realizing in the last couple of days that 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 I'm going. That is the thing I'm going to miss the most. Is that just like the the mystery of them, and if they're if if and when they're gonna make a return like that's gone i don't get to i don't get to ponder about what's next because it's just last year we've kind of gotten it but what i would really still like and i think there is still a chance we could get is just a dvd or a blu-ray quality like multi-cam video of a live 2007 some they yeah. shot it I, they had to yeah there's no I, way they spent a million bet. dollars on that dumbass pyramid and didn't get right video of I, it. I would bet that's what we're gonna get in in the near in the near future like the next year or two well i mean 2027 is not whether that far it's that, away whether it's that I, I would bet that we get um i i would get that bet that we get people who have recorded unreleased stuff from yeah. Daft Punk, I bet you that stuff starts coming out because, like, you know, I, I I keep bringing it back. We keep talking about this, and I keep bringing it back to like the White Stripes breaking up. And once the White Stripes broke up, that's when we started getting real, like, deep cuts, really yeah. cool concerts, really cool legendary shows, good performances, people invested in it, like getting professional masters of these crazy uh, things out there. And I know it's totally different, but yeah. like, I mean, I also I, I get that, like, I mean, I. I also get like I would want to after thirty years of something I might want to retire too. Like I get like on that front I'm yeah. like oh I get where they're just like uh, yeah. oh we've done thirty years of twenty eight years of Daft Punk whatever. Yeah, um, I I don't I don't know you know like uh, there's that song Teachers on Homework where the the lyrics are just their influences, and if you go through what their influences are. And you think about the way they structure their cycles. I don't know. I don't know if they there was another. Every every iteration of Daft Punk is is um, uh, influenced by a specific type of sound that they love. Every single one of their albums is a love letter 
to to something that it was influential in their career. So homework they started is their just like their French house music record. Yeah. And then they did like their love of glam pop and synthwave. And then they did like um like hair metal basically. And then they did disco. Um I like I don't know I, I don't know that there is another pocket of something that they would want us to make a love letter to yeah i guess the hope was do we get another just straight up french house or something but you know what i mean that would be that would be that is it. something i think is like sorely missing from house music today like like late 90s french touch yeah like all that shit cassius and and daft punk and all those groups I I love super filtery French disco, and we don't really get much of that anymore. I don't yeah. know if it's because clearing samples is harder now than it was, but like I would love to see a return of people producing know. that kind of shit. I I don't think it'll happen. I think that was probably part of what what led them to leave. When you go now, you look and in retrospect, now that they broke up, when you when you see some of the stuff they did on their press tour for Random Access Memories, it was like uh, quotes like. You look at the way the electronic music is evolving, and and he would say like, it feels like we're going down the opposite side of the highway. Yeah. And they clearly don't like the sounds that are happening right now. Uh, they haven't made dance music in fourteen years. It's true. Really, they don't like like the people that don't like random access memories wanted dance music it's not dance music it's uh it's something completely different um and and who knows what the next thing would be i it wouldn't it wouldn't be french house music it would be probably more you know big orchestral things i don't know i kind of i mean i'm I'm glad we got random access memories i'm glad we got this the tron soundtrack it would have been kind of incredible if they had just broken up wholesale after a live 2007. Can you imagine what that yeah. that would have been a an incredible move? I yeah, the the way now that looking back now and hearing things and say, like they don't they don't like you know, they're not as invested in in dance music anymore as they were I th- I really think that that re- that tour was their retirement from dance music. They wanted to try other things. I, and I want to see what else they wanted. Yeah. I, I, like that's, I agree. And their retirement from performing. Yeah. Right? yeah. They did the Grammys a couple they've times. Two, they've done two. Well, no. Since then, they've done, what, three Grammy sets. They did Kanye, they did Weekend, and they did their own. Right. That's I forgot all. about the Weekend. Yeah. I mean, they've really performed like five times in 14 years. They don't like performing. They don't. Yeah. I don't know that they love to live perform. They don't, they don't love the spotlight. They don't like being famous. That's why they put the helmets on in the first place. They didn't want to be famous. They put I the don't. helmets on to protect their heads. <laughs> yes. Why does anyone put on a helmet, you asshole? Yeah, yeah uh, that's why you put helmets on. Because their mom made them when they broke. <laughs> you can um, play music, but you got to wear a helmet. I don't want you getting hurt out there. Um, you know. They put the helmet on because the pyramid's so tall, and they could easily <laughs> fall they out. They could easily that. fall off. Can yeah. you imagine if they had fallen out of the pyramid and they, died? They did. There was like a like an insert in the uh, Discovery CD that was like, you might notice that we're robots now. We worked so hard on this album that the studio exploded. And when we woke up, we were robots. We don't know. <laughs> that, that, that was that was how they did. That's how they explained they why they were robots that's now. <laughs> that's why uh, the, the Daft Punk DVD of the music videos from Homework yeah. is so fun because 
you see them in it a little bit. Yeah. Like in some of the behind the scenes stuff. And it's just their commentary. It's just like them talking about like, oh, we wanted to shoot this and yeah. we directed this one because we like Spike Jones. It's very much like the DVDs, you know, pre um, discovery. So they have not done the helmets yet. Yeah. I don't think that they have not blown up to the level that they did no. after discovery. They were, they were a, they were a, it was like a, People that loved house music that at that point in ninety ninety four or whatever, like weirdos that went to warehouses were like these guys fucking rock. But nobody nobody knew and who they were. Homework was a big record. Yeah, I mean those were big big singles, but it was not yeah not the level of fame they had after Discovery. Yeah, no. I mean those homework years are really fun. The music videos do not fit their aesthetic at yeah. all now. There's there's that really good. It might be, was it Defunk? No. It's the Roman Coppola one where it shows the cop with the uh, tomato stain on his shirt. Oh, yeah. And then they go back through and show the tomatoes from them being grown to them getting turned into spaghetti to the cop eating it while yeah. they're breaking up a rave. That is, I think, my favorite Daft Punk video. That's yeah. cool. I like, cool. I like Technologic with that little weird, <laughs> that little <laughs> like baby doll robot thing that everybody finds so upsetting. The first time I think I'm... <laughs> I, I, I loved the Daft Punk Gap commercial where they're oh, in yeah. denim. Yeah. Like, I remember that being on With TV Juliette all the Lewis. time. Yeah. And I was like, she, I, at the time, I was like, she dances so cool. Absolutely. And, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are those guys doing what in are those ro- Why are those robots head-to-toe denim? <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. a robot? It is so funny. denim. It's so funny to look at how they dressed as the robots when they unveiled them with these, like, puffy coats and huge jeans yeah, what the and then fuck was that? the ram version which is like these sleek shiny suit like the difference is outstanding i i don't know uh 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 i am just, just grateful for having them in my life they're my favorite band they'll always be my favorite band why don't we do a mini series like you talking you two to me but about daft punk you daft and you daft, you daft and, punk. and two punk to me you two, yeah you we could do that it. let's do that we could do a little mini uh, yeah where we go through at all of their stuff that'd be fun or we could do board. like um the worst idea of all time podcast and we could <laughs> do is a that podcast the grown about two yeah yeah. We could <laughs> we could roll to a live every weekend for a year <laughs> and record, record a podcast. <laughs> Me and my friends are rolling to a live every weekend for a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean it's yeah. yeah that would that would be insane. <laughs> that we would be, we would uh, never would be do insane. <laughs> we would never come close to doing something yeah. like that. You know what we do get though? You know what we did get? What? No, what we got today. What? Buff, Buff Flanders, Flanders, Buff Flanders. Flanders. They should change Flanders. his name from Ned the Buff. Yeah, Buff. <laughs> they should be Buff, Buff Flanders. Flanders. Uh, this is a uh, you guys. This is Homer Feeling. This is yeah. Yeah. we're back. Oh, we're, we're back. back. We're back with a good, a good up too. Uh, so we we left you guys. Uh, we left you guys at. Uh, we're talking Simpson. We're popping pimps, baby. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Talking That's exactly. Simps. I'm a sip for the Simpsons. But we are at uh, uh, season four, episode two, A Streetcar Named Marge. Stone Cold fucking classic. Stone, Stone Cold, Cold classic. This yeah. one is iconic. Yeah, Marge gets a taste of the acting bug uh, and decides to volunteer at the Springfield Community Center. Uh, she's cast as Blanche Dubois in a musical version of A Streetcar Named Desire, uh, directed <laughs> by the flamboyant uh, Llewellyn Sinclair. Meanwhile, Maggie squares off with her strict new daycare pr- provider. Uh, good up. 
Good app. Good app. This is solid app. One of the most famous episodes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is funny. Although for an absolute full classic, it's yeah. not like a laugh a minute episode. No, I, I, I uh, I'm gonna be the one to say I liked the heart in this episode. Surprisingly, uh, I thought there yeah. there were there was a bunch of good laugh out loud jokes in it, but I really liked the episode for uh, March for March. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's. This is a good. This is definitely a good Marge yeah, episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Marge doesn't get a lot of Marge centric episodes, but the ones she does get are usually classics. I I it's. It's tough, you know, we're 30 years away from when they made this episode or whatever. It's tough that every single time they want, they turn, turn towards her and say, we're going to focus on Marge this week, that it has to be shown through the lens of her husband is a oaf that completely disrespects right. everything it does about suck. her. That does suck. Like that, like that is that it, over and over and over again. That's the treatment that Marge gets from the show that. That she like she needs to be able to stick up for herself and get some respect within her own household, uh, and this this one like you know we've got that entire opening when she's trying to tell Homer that she's going to audition for a play and he is so disinterested. He's ignoring her, but rightfully so because the theater waste of time. Waste of time. No, who would who would ever. You get mixed any, up in that. Yeah, you're you're in hell. If you get mixed up in you theater, get mixed up in don't get mixed up in don't theater. Don't get mixed up in don't that bad crowd. Don't get mixed up in theater. A bad crowd to get mixed up. Better not get mixed up in theater. Bad crowd. Yeah, you get mixed up in theater. Next thing you know, you're gonna be committing to do doing like 17 years of a podcast with some idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mid 60 episodes into an 800 episode miniseries. Uh, your your theater buddy is gonna pitch a, sh- a, a mini episode where you talk about <laughs> a different thing for a couple episodes. <laughs> At one point during this, what's this better than talking about different things? <laughs> yeah. What's better than talking about two things at once? This is why I got built from the monastery because I kept pitching mini series yeah. to the guys. Oh, that, I, what is, so Devin just kept pitching things they shouldn't talk. So about. that's what I we we got sidetracked. We got sidetracked. What if we didn't talk I, about fish, I peeked over the wall, tried to tried to see what was going on in there, it's like, well, and see. I saw. Uh, the beautiful choreography of of martial arts monks just training to uh, to uh, uh, upend their their vow of violence, and then Devin going like, psst, 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 hey, psst, hey, psst, hey, 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 wasn't it crazy how cool Don Rickles was as Mr. Wilson? And these guys are like, oh, like, like they always talk about the, the martial arts, but they never talk about the martial crafts. <laughs> he would say Those stuff like violent that. Crafts. He would say stuff like that. Like they ne- and, and you can see how upset the monks were getting. Yeah, they were very unhappy. They were so unhappy. You'd think I would have the foresight not to upset a bunch of guys who are better trained in sword fighting than you'd me. Be, you'd be like. I know you're busy sword fighting, but my buddies and I have this podcast about the Sips, and then, then they're like, they're they did come after me, but you know what? Swords cannot uh, protect against poison, and I just give them all poison. Yeah, poison a bunch of silent monks. Yeah, they all have some of they have a new type of diarrhea that I invented. Yeah. <laughs> invented diarrhea, yeah, poison. and it's really <laughs> fucked up. It's pyarrhea. It's, a new kind, yeah. it's called pyarrhea. It's called pyarrhea. <laughs> Why is you, that? Why is it called pyria? Because it's because it's, it's just pie stuff. 
Okay. It's, it's just pie. It's, it's just pie filling. It's just pie filling comes out of you. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, no, it, it is really nasty. It does really not sound gross. enjoyable at all. And you and and you didn't eat any pie. No. So no. it's very upsetting. I don't know if you've ever looked into a toilet bowl and said, I did not eat this stuff. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. Every time I look, every time I look at the toilet bowl, I said I, I always, didn't need a bunch of shit. I always, che- I always well, who put this shit in my body because I don't ever eat just a, a pile of shit. I always check just to make sure, and it never looks like anything I touch. No, I take a picture of everything I eat. And I take a picture of everything I shit, and they don't look. They don't look anything alike. alike. Every is time there's a room in yellow. There's a room in Devin's house that's just pictures of, of shit <laughs> on a corkboard and pictures of it's food like and yarn everywhere. <laughs> It's Polaroids and one trying says, to connect the dots. One says like fettuccine, yeah. and then the other one is just shit, and it's like capital letters fettuccine. Question mark? Question mark? Question you just mark. see just giant no, no, no. That's not fettuccine. I'm just like screaming down the hall for my mom, like this is not what I ate. <laughs> <laughs> this is not mom. Mom, I didn't eat this. <laughs> It was like a hundred notebooks just over and over. I did not eat this. I did, I did not, not eat, eat this. this. Every page on a whole shelf. <laughs> February 12th. I did not eat Blueberries this. and chicken. Where did they come from? Fle- February 13th morning. I've never seen this. More before. shit. <laughs> More shit. <laughs> yeah. Get February to 12th, I blueberries and chicken. <laughs> yeah, why not? My favorite meal. <laughs> <laughs> they go well together. Uh, <laughs> You ever mashed up blueberries and pretend it was gravy on your chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on February yeah. 12th, I did. Yeah, that's what I did on February 12th. I had blue, not blueberries and chicken. I had blueberry, I had blueberry chicken. Yeah, blueberry I, chicken. Would try, I would try that. Yeah. You I ever, have, or, you ever I have like orange chicken? Orange chicken's great. Orange yeah. chicken's chicken. good. And, and as we all know, orange chicken is just mashed up oranges on top of it chicken. Is. I've had and orange, The way I make it, it the is. The way I make it, it is. Whatever I'm eating is just one thing mashed up on top of another thing. Yeah. That's how you cook. Blood orange. That's just an orange I blend. Blood on. orange. Yeah, that's just blood mashed up onto an orange. It's funny that we don't call them like blended potatoes. They're you mash. Them. You mash the hell out of that stuff. I yeah, love I, mashing anything. Yeah, dude. Have you ever had a potato My, blender? Or have you? Do you put them in? I blender? love the two things I love to mash the most: potatoes potato and monsters, monster, baby. Potatoes <laughs> and monsters. Potatoes and monsters. P and M, baby, all day. <laughs> yeah, and that is something the guys at the monastery. Hated. Yeah, they yes. When I talked about mashed your, potatoes or when I did the monster your monster mash alarm clock really upset the monks. <laughs> yeah, because I wake up and also and also your parody the monkster mash. Yeah, <laughs> and that I thought would be funny. Yeah, that, you thought that they would get in on the joke like the monkster mash, but it's a lot about the TV show and yeah. not a lot about what they <laughs> right. do. And they you're like the monster mash. It's a Shalu bash. The monster mash. The they don't have a TV, so their concept of the TV show Monk is yeah. incredibly. They're, yeah, they're like, they're like, finally a show for me. Then you show the Monk, like, and then they're like, this they, is barely they, about they me like at all. It, but yeah, it's not what they yeah, want. Yeah. <laughs> they love, they love a guy like a clean freak. Oh yeah, they're Shalubaholics. <laughs> Shalubaholics. That's a good last name. Shalub. Anthony Shalub. Shalub. Remember him? Tony in, uh, Shalub's best. M- you gonna say Spy Kids? I was gonna say Men in Black. Oh man, I was gonna say Spy Kids. He gets his head shot off. Oh he's yeah, he's incredible. Like, he's the, the real like, villain of Spy Kids. The pawn like weapons dealer, the guy. pawn, the pawn st- shop, shop guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Tony Shalhoub. He's the real bad guy in Spy Kids. You think he's gonna be Flu? And his Flu It's not. It's Tony Shalhoub. Well, I guess. 
I guess I'm uh, ditching my idea to start a Spy Kids podcast and I, figure out okay. what's going on in those movies. Listen, we have to talk about it because I spent $8 on Spy Kids 2 on VHS this year. <laughs> yeah. It's unopened. It's, I got a lot of in-the-package VHSs. We, How many? Uh, Geppetto, Spy Kids 2. That's well, I got one the thing. Buttercreamers too. The buttercreamers. Uh, it came too. in the mail yesterday. The, okay, I'm excited the for that. Podcast fans don't know that. Buttercream, my fucking I don't know jeans, that the, baby. the podcast yeah. fans know that there is a movie where Drew Carey plays Geppetto. Geppetto. It's a retelling. It's a retelling of <laughs> Pinocchio from the perspective of the guy that made Pinocchio, starring Drew Carey. But what else is it? A musical. And it's also a musical. And like, it's Who a are cast. the co-stars, though? Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And? <laughs> I don't remember. Usher. Usher. Oh, Usher. 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 A teenage Usher. Yeah, this Usher one. plays Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> this one got uh, swept under the rug by somebody. So we're really excited to watch it. So it excited like that it takes place in 1700s Italy or whatever. And so Usher has 1998 cornrows in it. <laughs> Good, dude. Good. He should. <laughs> <laughs> I would. He looks like chicken and beer era ludicrous in it. Like he looks like a seventeen-year-old ludicrous. It's that era of fashion. And they're just like it. that's what he looks like in Geppetto. Was it made for TV? Is that the idea? I don't it think is. so. It is. It was made know. for TV. Actually, I don't know. Or maybe it, it just might got have been made to TV. For TV. <laughs> we looked it up. It was like it was supposed to be for Dick Van Dyke, right? Julie Andrews. It was supposed to be Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews. Their big reunion and it after got Mary tossed, Poppins. Got tossed down the road all the way to Drew Carey. Yeah, they, they slopped it down the trough to Drew Carey's part of hey, the industry. Drew Carey's not afraid to eat out of a slop trough. No. <laughs> He's in out of a few slop troughs, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. What else has he picked up on from Jeopardy. <laughs> No, the price oh, is no, right. Oh no, the price is price right. That's is what I mean. Right? What was the other one that he did for a minute there? Didn't he do Who's Line, uh, who's line for a minute? Oh yeah, was, he started Who's Line. He, he, started, he did who's the American. He who's invented line. Uh, short form improv. He I just assumed he took that over from somebody. Well, it was a British show. It's still a British show. <laughs> Who did the British one? The King. I want to say Queen. It Elizabeth was the King. The every every show in England is hosted by the King <laughs> and or Queen. I'm counting that as slop. I love slop. Slop is one of my main uh, forms of entertainment. It is funny that we have a food called Sloppy Joe. It's slop. Yeah, yeah here's your good. It's good slop. Yeah, I well, love Sloppy Joe. A, 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 just a regular Joe is like a steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I order a Joe, I mean the steak. A, when I get a Joe, that's a nice juicy. That's steak. coffee, you asshole. <laughs> a nice cup of Joe, Joe. is just a big, big porterhouse steak. steak stuffed into a cup. When I want a cup of Joe, I mean a medium a rare steak. steak. Yeah. <laughs> you get down to sloppy Joe. That's that's very sloppy. Sloppy Joe and coffee are pretty similar. Yeah, same <laughs> consistency. Yeah, I like my coffee chunky. That's like Turkish coffee. That's a sloppy Joe. Yeah. <laughs> when I order a sloppy Joe, I want a Turkish coffee. <laughs> yeah. What are oh, we talking man. about? A what are we talking March? about? What did, I mean by that? what did 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 I mean by that when I said that? That's <laughs> when I said that, what did I mean by what that? I, what did I mean by that? What did I mean by that? <laughs> I mean 
What did I mean by that? Oh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, More powerful than ever. We're like the Voltron of homophilia today. We're the Voltron of stupidity. We're the best versions of ourselves today, I think. We have the strength of three grown men and two French robots. You know what What? I liked about this? What? I really liked the Ayn Rand School for Tots. Oh, yeah. That was a really funny thing. I I really really liked that that B B story there. That's a good one. Uh, Maggie Maggie gets put in the Ayn Rand School for Tots. So that's because Homer will not watch um, Maggie while while Marge, Marge is, Marge, uh, is like asking the woman that runs the daycare about it, like, when does Maggie get her bottle? <laughs> and she replies, "We do not give the children bottles. We develop the bottle within. <laughs> we develop the bottle within. That's, That's a great. funny one. That is good libertarian nonsense. Libertarian nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's basically a, 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 a toddler daycare uh, with the theme of pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. Yeah, which these is a, such a funny idea for like infants, like one year uh, old babies. Like uh, uh, Maggie has Maggie has some really good for a uh, for a completely silent character. Maggie's got some fun bits like this throughout yeah. the series. Uh, her she becomes the leader of the babies, and they all trust her. To pull off a caper yep. uh, and, and unlock the lockbox that has all of their um, uh, bibs in. Uh, not bibs. Uh, binkies. Bink- yeah, the past We, we called them shits binkies in my the household. The binkies. Yeah, the bankies. I don't know. I don't know what this pacifier <laughs> thing is you're talking about. We called them shits binkies. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Devin, what are they called? Uh, yeah, we all know what they're called. <laughs> what are they called? Binkies. <laughs> they're not binkies. They're pacifiers. Uh, I, I think I think we said both in our household, both Binky and Pacifier. Well, you're oh. useless then. And get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm bilingual. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so she pulls off the caper. Uh, well, she doesn't actually pull off the caper. She falls and gets uh, kind of. She she gets locked away in the playpen. Yeah, and is stuck throwing a she ball. Goes against to, the wall, she, she goes to she goes to baby jail, jail, which is very <laughs> funny. Um. I uh, I also thought that it was uh, very funny when um, uh, Marge asks Homer to help read lines in yeah. bed, and then Homer's playing Game Boy, and he goes, "Don't you? You're living your own little world and your delusion. You can't see other people's problems." Yeah, he's yeah. playing uh, bowling. He's 2000, playing bowling two thousand, yeah. which uh, at this point in the show, it's probably nineteen ninety four. Yeah. That was a big naming convention for stuff back yeah. then. There was oh, a lot yeah. of like this two thousand for for. for over a decade, uh, Conan had the in the year 2000 bit yeah. where he would just say crazy stuff about the future. It is. It like, was it, such a big event. Yeah. In, in like 1998, yeah. he would do it in the year 2000. It'd be like Paris Hilton will be. And then he would say something awful about Paris Hilton. <laughs> the year 2000, New Year's Eve, um, when the millennium changed over, yeah. I was spending the night at my cousin Andrew's house. Yeah. Um, we were hanging out and... I was pretty young at that point. I was probably in third grade. I, while I was there, pieced together that there were only like four days left in winter break, oh. and I, re- I felt like I had squandered my win- my <laughs> Christmas break, and I got so upset I started crying, and I was like, "What am I doing here? I should be at home <laughs> doing all the stuff I did it's not." Another do night squandered. Break. Yeah, I squandered. It was it was pretty fucked up. Another night squandered. Uh, no, no. At that, no. my my aunt Mary lived in uh, Livonia. We were in Sterling Heights. I was not. Getting driven 
50 minutes on New Year's Eve. No. In the, <clears throat> uh, New Year's Eve into the year 2000, I was in the middle of the uh, Caribbean. <laughs> I was in the Gulf of Mexico really? on, a, on a cruise ship. Which, like, I, you hear all these stories about how, like, every adult in America was completely panicked about what would happen on Y2K. And my parents were like, let's be on a big boat. Who, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Who gives a shit? You know what I like about Y2K? We were all terrified. And then we were like, oh, nothing even happened. But nothing happened because we spent millions of dollars and a lot of effort reprogramming computers everywhere. Like, we spent years getting ready for yeah. it, and that's why nothing happened. And then everyone was like, that was dumb. Nothing even happened. It's like, yeah, because we spent a shit ton of money trying to fix this. So why we haven't spent any money trying to fix anything else since. Exactly. And th- this has been Devin's TED Talk about why Y2K is responsible for coronavirus. My book that I bought, Y2K for Women. Y2K uh, for Women, The Monster Smash. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna re- to read that live on the internet one day. That book is very Christian and very Y2K crazy. Y2K for Women. Is a real book. Yeah, I bought. Found? Yeah, I bought a book called Y Two K for Women. It is incredible. It's like, it's a really wild book. Yeah, I can only imagine it's a uh, anything I own and, is yeah. bad. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's got a lot of progressive views <laughs> <laughs> on, on sex relations. Uh, at, at the beginning of the episode, they're doing Troy McClure is doing the uh, pageant, uh, <laughs> which comes from Laughlin, Nevada. My grandparents. Uh, my dad's parents always went to Las Vegas, loved Las Vegas. My mom's parents love Laughlin, Nevada. It Ugh. is like a smaller, lesser Las Vegas with older casinos. And it's, like a, it's like a safe Reno. <laughs> I, think, I think what they liked about it is it did not have any of the newer flash of Las Vegas. It's more like old, like you get a big old cheap steak yeah. and like play old literal penny slots. Uh, which I can kind of get behind now, but it's so funny that they were obsessed with like yeah. the shittier part of yeah. Nevada. I just want I want all all the bad parts of Las Vegas. That's all I want. <laughs> I like old Las Vegas a lot. Yeah, like I'm obsessed with that era of like chintzy garbage. You are obsessed with chintzy garbage. I know it's hard to believe, and that is something they hated at the monasteries. We yeah. would always talk about my feelings on old Las Vegas yeah. versus the way the Yo, cities change, that. even though I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot about old Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, for a guy who has yeah, never been, like to Las Vegas. all these monks were trying to do their daily exercises, and, and Devin was like, "Psst, psst." psst. I read this book about the old circus circus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I bought this. Have, I bought a box set of. They DVDs. used to have ceramic clowns all over the lobby, like full size. And all these guys are like exercising. <laughs> I bought a box set of DVDs. And it's like a Ken Burns style documentary, but he didn't make it, and it was five dollars. And there's twelve discs. It's just footage of Las Vegas. I have all these old tapes of Frank Sinatra lounge <laughs> sets from Las Vegas. You guys want to watch those? I do have Honestly, a VHS box set of Frank Sinatra shit. <laughs> I would actually watch that. That's a good guess, buddy. Yeah. I totally would watch that. Yeah. The part of us old that likes watching Blue Eyes old himself. Old, old Blue two Eyes. eyes. Old, old Two, two eyes. eyes. Old Two Eyes Screw Eyes. Uh, famously, one of the only entertainers from that era with two eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of folks back then. Yeah, a yeah. lot of folks that there couldn't afford them. They didn't have a choice. They didn't yeah. have a choice. They couldn't, like... Back then, you couldn't afford two eyes. Nah, you had to go. You had to deal with it. You had most yeah. of the time just one or zero. Yeah, yeah. most times zero. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, you guys got uh, what, what people do we save. Do people save up for years just for one eye. 
Yeah. My grandpa, he never got there. He bought half an eye on his 80th birthday. Yeah. That's all he got. <laughs> his 80th birthday. <laughs> he, got, he bought himself half an eye on his waste. 80th birthday. Yeah. Died two weeks later. <laughs> What, am I, what did I mean by what that? What did I mean by what that? Did I mean? What did I mean, I mean, okay, I mean what? by that? When I said hey, you guys know what's uh, crazy? What's what? crazy? You know, I said uh, the, the baby caper scene while we were watching this. I was like, this got the Rugrats vibes to me. Yeah. Uh, fun note. This is the uh, the penultimate episode to be animated by Klasky Supo. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that means... Uh, the so one the, before wait, the so last these one. one whole, the that last. means... These episodes were holdovers yes. from mm. the production cycle for season three. Exactly. So yes. Film Roman takes over next episode? No, uh, wait, no two episodes, two episodes from, now? from now, I believe. Unless they did it in... I don't know. There's always the question of if they reordered these ones that were all... Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, but you know what? I would bet that if... if I mean, based on, on how the contract <coughs> probably worked, these have to be holdovers from season three. I think they have so to that be. means... After next week, we are going to get into season four's writing oh, staff yeah. too, which is a little bit different than season yeah, three. Yeah, because this exciting. is written by this one was written by Jeff Martin. Jeff Martin, good guy. Oh, I was watching um, Grand Budapest Hotel recently for the first time. Great movie. I don't know how I missed it. Uh, Wallace Wadarski yeah. is in all of Wes Anderson's movies. I lo- I looked him up because <laughs> I was like, I, like I know that name. He's not an actor yeah. by trade. He's just a Simpsons writer. Oh. And for some reason, he plays bit parts in like Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, Grand Budapest Hotel. He's like early he's Simpsons. Pi- he's, he's Wes Anderson's John Ratzenberger. Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> like Jay Kogan and, and Wallace Wodarski are like season one, two, three writers. It's such a, it's such a funny thing that yeah. he also just... Those are his two things. Oh, uh, you guys... Oh, what? Man. I'm going to read one more fun fact about this one. Do it. Uh, so... Um, this uh, this episode here, this episode faced controversy from New Orleans, Ooh. Louisiana, due to a song which described the city <laughs> negatively with the words, long before the Superdome, where the Saints of football play, lived a city that the damned call home, hear their hellish rondelay, <laughs> New Orleans, home of pirates, drunks, and whores, New Orleans, tacky, overpriced souvenir stores. If you want to go to hell, you should take that trip to Sodom and Gomorrah on the Mississippi. New Orleans, stinking, rotten, vomity, vile, New Orleans, putrid... Uh, brackish, maggoty, foul. New Orleans, crummy, lousy, rancid, and rank New Orleans. Uh, the writers apologize for this. In the next episode, Bart opened uh, on the on the chalkboard opener is I will not defame New Orleans next Which week. Which might be the first example uh, of a long and storied tradition of the Simpsons pissing off a part of the world. <laughs> this is not the last time we're going to hear this story. There yeah. are some classic, the there, Simpsons go somewhere and shit all yeah, over it. There New are, York, Australia, <laughs> Ireland. There are so many stories. Israel. Israel. <laughs> they do. They do. At a certain point, it becomes a thing that every season, there's going to be an episode where the Simpsons go somewhere. And every single time, inevitably, that place hates the episode. Uh, Brazil hates their episode. Australia hates theirs. Japan hates theirs. Israel hates theirs. New York, right? I think hates oh, yeah. theirs. Everybody hates the episode of, about the place that they're from. 
They do shit on all of them. They, do, they shit on them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This episode was a treat. Uh, we got Lionel Hutz, Troy McClure, and John Lovitz. Phil yeah. Hartman and yeah. John Lovitz, famously very John good Lovitz pulling double duty. John uh, Lovitz was hilarious. Playing we'll do a the, critic miniseries someday. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do get a critic crossover episode. Yeah. Very controversial. Matt Groening would not put his name on it. <laughs> yeah. That wet, fat piece of shit. <laughs> But please come on the show again. <laughs> yeah, but please come on the show again. We had please him make a return appearance. Please make a return appearance. We, we, had, back. we had Matt Grading on the show. He didn't say anything, but he was there. You can't prove that he wasn't there. No. He was absolutely there. I saw him. I he defy was, you to prove that he wasn't. He was yeah. snarling at me the whole time. When we have guests, uh, when we have guests, we don't introduce them until they speak up. And he was just enjoying listening to us talk about his show. Yeah, he was. So he he was very gracious. He thanked us. He had, he said he had a great time. He just I heard he owns it. two homes, one next to the other, and one. It's just, just like his peeing. house. <laughs> <laughs> one house is just for peeing. Yeah, one's just for peeing. It's his peeing house. He owns a home that he lives in. lying the wall. Nah, just on the he floor. Never, where no, he, never, he, never pees. he goes he crazy. He, he never pees in the same place. He never, pees, he never pees in the he same goes, the whole. He goes ape shit. Yeah, you don't go. Do not go into do that Do not go house. in the piss house. He owns a second house next to his house where he just keeps all his Simpsons merchandise. That's crazy. I every so often you see like a, like a local news story about some guy with the biggest Simpsons collection <laughs> in the world, and it would be a nightmare to ha- to have to be that obsessive over something. I realize like uh, I I can't be a guy who owns a bunch of little things. Like <laughs> like I can't I've I've done it in the past. I can't be like an action figure yeah. guy or like a bunch of little statues or whatever. I can't like have a bunch of comic books and display cases. That shit is just messy and dusty and I don't mm-hmm. There's an old news segment of someone who's from Ferndale who's like the biggest Ninja Turtles fan in the world Ugh. and they just have a house just claustrophobically full of fucking Cheap children's garbage. I'm alone. Thrown away. (laughs) Yeah, I'm alone. But this stuff gives me happiness. Is how all of those (laughs) segments end. I don't need anything else. I don't need any. I don't need anything or anyone. My mom's cool. (laughs) My mom. She lives in the basement. She's fine. She never comes up here. She's sick. She's really sick. sick. She's really sick. Can't get up here. She can't get up here. She doesn't know what's going on. She has no idea you're here. No idea you're here. She does not know. She's never even heard of the turtles. You got to put this on the eleven o'clock news because she She, will see it if it's on the seven. She is in bed by eleven. You cannot put this on the seven. She will be pissed. She knew you were up here. She'll be pissed if she knew any of this was up here. She hates Please do not tell my mom. You cannot tell her I love Ninja you Turtles. You cannot tell my mom that this is she how I'm kick s- me out. spending her money. <laughs> do not tell her. I have power anything. of attorney. And she's going to be <laughs> really mad. Power of attorney. And honestly, all of this is why she's not in a home. Absolutely. <laughs> do not tell mom. Do about not tell. Me, do not tell mom. I have the biggest Ninja Turtles. I showed her one turtle thing once, and she, she was freaked so out. She, she said, "You are so too mad. old for that. You're garbage. too old for I that. I need stuff. a hospital bed that that sits me up. Please, please get me. one. I need a recliner with a toilet in it. <laughs> and I said, "I can't. I can't we can't there are a bunch it. of stuffed animals. We can't I can't swing it, Bobby. We can't it's swing it. It's not the budget this year. It's not the budget. Like I don't have. We don't have money for that. 
Ty, the company, <laughs> the, the company that did Beanie Babies, Ty did a whole line of Ninja Turtle stuff and this they year. They are so rare. Yeah, they're and so I bought rare. Them and they only up made prices. they only made thirty thousand Bebops and twenty thousand Rocksteadies. <laughs> I, 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 I bought a lot of them. I bought the majority. I bought like a huge portion. I bought eleven thousand Bebops. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm actually in a really bad financial situation. <laughs> terrible. I, I, I don't know. I have no room for these. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a, yeah, look at this place. This is bad for my collectibles. There's rain coming in here. Don't tell her any I'm of this. I'm worried it's going to break through the subfloor. Yeah. <laughs> these are a lot of beads yeah, in those babies. <laughs> there's, there's too many you know beads in those beanie babies. <laughs> Do you know how many beads they put in these babies? Honestly, they put fewer and fewer beads in these babies every year. That's why the that's why the, <laughs> the price is going down. <laughs> <laughs> They're running out of beans. There's hardly, beans there's hardly any. Beans. It's mostly stuffing in there now. I checked. <laughs> Zero beans. There's a, there's like Oops, a little no beans in these babies. <laughs> yeah, this is these are stuffing babies at best. <sighs> but then, this wall of action figures is actually load these bearing. Are these are load bearing. These are action. holding up the roof. These are load bearing load action, bearing action <laughs> figures. <laughs> God. Do not move any of do these. Do not touch Shredder. Don't, don't touch do, Shredder. Don't you touch Shredder. He has a load-bearing Shredder. Do not touch <laughs> Shredder. load-bearing Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a joke? You guys got a favorite joke? No. That's my favorite joke. That's my favorite <laughs> joke. It's the guy, the guy who's hiding. He doesn't know. He has the world's biggest because she can't get collection. up the stairs. And if she finds out, she's gonna be you mad. Gonna be pissed. I spent all her money on this. Yeah. You I know what? <laughs> I don't. I don't say anything about how many fucking Afghans she has down there. It's two. Who, the, it's two. That's entirely too many knitted. <laughs> Knitted She's warm blankets. enough. She's warm enough. She wants microwavable socks. You know Absolutely what? Not. Hasbro has a whole line of, of Ninja Turtle coloring There's books coming out. Plastic There's garbage <laughs> I like coming There's out soon, and I need she it. She wants a pair of microwavable socks when a new Krang set is coming Are out. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Or you, how does she what think I'm going to afford before? How, how am I supposed to afford the new party wagon? <laughs> you guys remember that van they had? Party yeah, wagon? Yeah. <laughs> they lived in the sewer and ate pizza. That's incredible. That's my dream. <laughs> my dream as a child was to live in the sewer <laughs> and eat pizza. They truly did say, like, hey, kids, look how cool look it is to live in the sewer. how cool it is. <laughs> You can skateboard down here. I can't here? wait till my mom dies so I can live in the sewer. You know, many, you know how many sewer tunnels I've been in that you could successfully skateboard down? Zero. Very no. few. I walked almost zero. none. I walked through like a hundred feet of like <laughs> rain drain one time with my friend Jacob in seventh grade. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, we are not going to reach another Ugh. side. There's no more. There's no light. We're not going to get to anything. Oh, my God. So we just had to walk back out of like a very narrow. I was like, we should not be we in the not. sewer. No, don't do it. <laughs> I wonder how many kids w- went down in the sewer to find the turtles and just never Die. came back. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the no, story. they just live the rest of their lives <laughs> yeah. out there. That's the story of it, dude. That's that is true. true. They all float down there. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's Tim it. Curry went in there to find the turtles. That's why he doesn't act anymore. <laughs> what now? Now, why doesn't he open up a little shop called Tim's Curry? Oh, because he had a stroke in 2012. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's very. He was in the curry. Famously, of. famously, his curry hand. <laughs> his curry hand's bum. His now. 
Curry oh, and is paralyzed. Kind of bum Curry. <laughs> bum is Curry. That's yeah. bad joke. <laughs> Tim Curry can't make. Hey, Bum is Curry. Yeah, Bum Curry. Uh, but if he finds out he what I have like going that on, that joke. Probably. He would. You remember when, like, <laughs> we used to just call people bums. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah bum. Like, that's how, that's how little people thought about home. Like, that's fucking have, bum. Did you have bum equipment? What? <laughs> bum? B-U-M equipment was a brand of, like, backpacks. No. And coats. I don't remember what it stood for, but it was, like, ironic. It's like, oh, what a bum. Yeah. And it was very important. To some kids in elementary I did not school. have bum equipment. No, I never it was like it. B-U-M. It was an acronym for something. I'll look it up. Off mic at some later point. When <laughs> it's not that important. Yeah, we'll post a about bum, it. We'll post about it, chat. A bum in, in like old hobo parlance. A bum is like a do nothing. Yeah. Like a guy who right. just sits on the street and doesn't do nothing. You right. minored in hobo parlance. Yeah. That was your language. By, that you yes. <laughs> yeah. That was my language Major credit. Major in English, minor in hobo oh, parlance. Hobo parlance. <laughs> I did. I used to have a like I used to have I don't know. I went to this weird museum where they had a thing about um, uh, they had a thing about hobos at this museum, like a whole exhibit. Yeah. And a bar, a big part of it was like hobo code. Yeah. And so like hobos. So hobos are traveling. They will travel for work. Yeah. Um, um, and then what's the third one? There's a third one. Bums, hobos. Bums, hobos. And uh, like one, one will ride. Oh, hobos ride the rails just for fun. And then the other one like rides the rails looking for work. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't matter. Vagrant or Hobos would like come into town and they would alert each other. They had like a carving system. Yeah. On po- on they would carve. They would I carve learned about these, this from an episode of Mad Men. They would carve things in defense posts. Like, I learned about Mad Men from defense posts. <laughs> <laughs> a madman lives here. <laughs> like a cobra. <laughs> A hobo carves something. Okay, yeah. no, 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 don't go in here. I'm mad. That guy's crazy. Mad. Nah. Judging by the carvings An from the advertising guy yeah. lives here. Well, <laughs> judge, judging from the carvings from this previous hobo, this man, some guy has you. way this too man. many action figures in this house. This man's gonna steal you, kill you, and steal your identity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's this gonna, kill gonna kill you, and steal kill you steal in your Korea. Identity. No, 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 But I had, I had a tile. With um with the hobo's code for uh, a sheriff lives here, <laughs> like growing up, I was like, this is cool. I have I this. Know, a sheriff lives in my house. <laughs> I, I have this in my room. Like this is the this is the hobo code for a sheriff. And you lives warded here. off a bunch of hobos. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. No, they don't ho- want to be. They near all the thought sheriff. that a sheriff lived in our house. And hobos do not want to be near the sheriff. <laughs> no, no. A sheriff is like. Uh, the antithesis of yeah, a, he's one of the main hobo. Like, like not hobos. Yeah, one of the least hobo people in the yeah, world. Yeah, the Venn is diagram the for that is two circles that don't touch. Do not touch. And if my mom finds out I have all these action figures, like here, I'm going to be in so <laughs> much be so fucking, fucking trouble. Pissed. She, she's get like she's gaining her strength. <laughs> she's getting, she is she's recovering like <laughs> way better than the doctor said. Yeah, and I did not she's account been, for that. In she this got plan. halfway up the stairs last night. I had to push her back down. <laughs> Push your dad. So her Don't toilet, put that on the news. The toilet backed up. Back the, the toilet down there backed up. She got halfway up the stairs trying to use the bathroom. 
<laughs> before. I had to slap her back down. I, 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 Do not put this on the news. Just, you got the pee in your nighty, mom. You're, you're not coming up here. I'm making my mom piss her pants because I can't <laughs> let her I know. Can't let her know. And I got the whole squad. Yeah. I got so many turtle action figures. I can't, I can't. She cannot know. I used to have uh, the dad at a certain point. The toys were so popular that they were just inventing characters that had never been anywhere <laughs> and making toys out of them. And I had a panda bear that was like a, a shogun ninja. Yeah. They were like they never did anything with, but like the package was like, "This is one of the turtles' this like main bad guys. <laughs> this is one of their main friends or villains. It's like one of their main somebody. It said, like it, this is one of the main turtles' friends or bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> friends or from bad the guys. turtles friends or bad guys series <laughs> yeah from the turtles friends or bad guys series <laughs> i had that shit i'm a friend or villain of the turtles I'm one of uh, them you can, uh, it's your it's up to you, you we've never done anything yeah, we you can like say whatever yeah. what give, who gives a shit <laughs> spend eight bucks on fucking spend eight dollars on this <laughs> and don't to, tell your, your mom make your grandma spend eight bucks don't on this <laughs> when your parents aren't at the kmart <laughs> yeah Trick your grandma into buying you. Convince this. your convince your grandma to take you to Kmart so you can get a turtle's backpack or whatever. Shout out to Grandma Rose and I for taking me to Kmart and buying me a bunch of Spider-Man action oh, figures. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma every um, every year, my grandma would take uh, each of us kids individually to do some like school shopping. She like she liked like buying us a couple outfits or whatever. And it was a time like each of us got a a day with grandma. She would take us to dinner. Or like lunch, and we would go to the mall. She would buy us some outfits. She would buy us like, like a toy or two. And one of the last times I did, I think I was going into eighth grade. A new restaurant opened by the mall called Hooters, <laughs> and we didn't like. There was like, I I didn't no know. Context. No, there was no context. It was just like chicken wing restaurant by the mall now. Yeah. And we went in there, and a like a pre like a. A pubescent Andy <laughs> with his grandma, and the 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 staff of this place was very tickled that a that a pubescent boy with his grandmother <laughs> were in there, and it was uh it was one of the most mortifying experiences my of grandma, my life. My grandma took me uh, shopping for school stuff one time, and she was like, "You can pick out a toy." And I had just read the Goosebump book, Night of the Living Dummy. Oh yeah, and I was really into like puppets and dummy shit, so. I, had la- I made my mom buy me a fucking ventriloquist dummy on eBay. <laughs> and I was at Kmart with my grandma. And she was like, you can pick out one thing. And there was a puppet. And I was like, I have to buy this. It was a marionette puppet. But it was Justin Timberlake from the Bye 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 video. Oh, And I had to weigh. Like, I was like, I really like puppets. But, but I want boy band stuff. I bought it, and my poor grandma's <laughs> like, I have to buy my fucking weird grandkids. <laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake puppet. Boy band marionette. And then I'm at my house play. I'm like, even in second or third grade, I was like, man, this is this fucking sucks. weird. This <laughs> what am I doing? Sucks. I can't believe I have to play with a Justin Timberlake marionette. <laughs> going, going into fifth grade, I made my mom buy me. It was a black leather backpack with all of the Looney Tunes on it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the backpack I need for fifth grade. My, the kids need to I see me need, with this backpack. I fucking need this Looney Tunes black leather backpack, mom. Uh, and it was like, it was leather. It was expensive. And I went, I went to school. I was like, I, I, this is what I have such a vivid memory of waiting in line to be, get let in to the school on the first day of fifth grade which is like that your last year at the right. elementary school and a couple kids just 
mercilessly <laughs> making fun of me for having a Looney Tunes backpack. Oh, no. And my mom came home, and I had a Sharpie, and oh, I was coloring no. on this leather backpack. I was coloring in oh, the Looney Tunes. God. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, she just... Uh, That's the age where like things will change in two weeks, yeah. and parents are too busy to keep up yeah. with it. So they're that, like, "I don't know, <laughs> Devin. Don't you want to wear your fucking Batman shirts?" Like, Mom, I don't, I don't fucking like Batman anymore. No. All I care about is like some weird TV show on Cartoon <laughs> Network or whatever. Yeah, my favorite TV show is letting Nick Green tell me the plot <laughs> points of South Park at recess because I'm not allowed to watch it. My favorite TV show is calling Paul to have him describe things he read about Dragon Ball Z on the internet. Yeah. yeah. My favorite TV show is the 17 minutes of Beavis and Butthead I watched with Max before his mom told us to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite TV show is 10 Minutes I saw two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> My favorite TV show is that one episode of Jackass My Uncle Let Us Watch Before He Realized It Wasn't a Good Idea. My favorite TV show is when you guys were playing cards when we were at Houghton Lake and I watched part of Woodstock 99 yeah. on the hotel TV. My favorite TV show is when all of Dad's drunk friends came over and I watched Amanda Holyfield's ear get bit off. My favorite TV show in the whole world is when it was Christmas and all the parents were upstairs and Paul played Resident Evil 3 Nemesis in front of me and I thought it was cool. <laughs> That's my favorite show, my and I favorite love it. Show, and, and I, I talk it. about it at recess every. I day. talk about it at recess every single day. I've talked about the same video game at recess every day for <laughs> six weeks, and everyone thinks I'm cool for it. <laughs> my favorite TV show is the first time I heard Jason say "fuck" on recess. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. It was insane. He was insane. Mommy it was a said cool it. Thing. Mommy, he Jason's just, so cool. He just said it, and he he it wasn't even a big deal. Mom, it's crazy. He, he doesn't even. His family he, says it all the time because his dad drinks. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even fucking flinch, he Mom. Matter he didn't matter. He doesn't he matter. Didn't care if a teacher. It was so crazy. Cool. He's the best kid he in my he life. He didn't even care He's if my the best friend, and I don't need you yeah. guys anymore because I have this I have now. Jason, I heard the F word before. F word before. I've heard it once and I'll never <laughs> not hear it again. I can't go back. I can't go back. Jason said it. Jason said it and now we're here. So <laughs> mom comes upstairs, she's gonna be so fucking mad. I have all these action figures. I have all these action figures and I can't what am I gonna do? What am she's, I gonna do? She's doing I'm in over my head. Should she's just, doing push ups down there. Should I just burn the house she's, down? She's gaining strength. She, Are we live on the news? Should I just burn the should, house down? Should I burn the house down? Can you can you cut camera? Can you cut? Please? Can you cut? Can you cut? And don't can we start this again? This is live? This is This is live? Is she what is she watching? Ma! 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 Turn off the news! I've been giving her I've been giving her three or four sleeping pills a night because she keeps waking up in the middle of the night trying to get up here. I've been giving her just a bunch of her medication <laughs> to see giving, what happens. I'm just giving her too much of her medication. Just I've to found see. a bunch of medicine of, that I think belongs to her. And I've just been I think her it might be my uncle's anabolic steroids, though, because she's gaining. She she's is really she's strong. So strong. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna get up here any she, day now. She's been doing the. She's been doing the push-ups where you clap in between. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I saw. I'm really worried. I watched her do two one-finger push-ups. <laughs> I, I like. I, I'm kind of worried that she, kind of worried. she's really strong. I can I can 
feel her testing structural weaknesses in the house. If she's she, up to something no good. If she bumps anything too bad, the load-bearing shredder is going to fall in this house and it's going to collapse. It's going to come down. Shit. She doesn't understand how many metric tons of to- comic books I have in the attic. <laughs> Oh, favorite boy. joke? Favorite, favorite joke. jokes. Yeah, favorite joke. <laughs> okay. I really liked the uh, what's uh, what the hell is that song called? The oh yeah, Maggie playing. What's that? Uh, the... Sugar player plums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plums? Some one of those, you know, all these nutcrackers. We all we all understand classic music. We get it. Maggie's playing that. On, it cuts to Maggie playing that on the xylophone, clearly in the living room floor. Uh, and it's really impressive. And Homer just goes, we stop because <laughs> they're watching TV. It's a funny. This is a, a home, good Homer Maggie bit. Oh, man. Favorite joke. Uh, this isn't a favorite joke, but I do want to just call out how funny it is to do a streetcar named Desire as a musical. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's oh, at one yeah. point. So they they hit all all these bits like. Like Apu does a wonderful little song about the the newspaper delivery boy that Blanche hits on, which was very <laughs> such so funny. Um, like just turning they, like and they the spend, iconic lines yeah, into just terrible. They spend songs. a good chunk of this show just like that's that's one thing about Simpsons in its prime is like they parody stuff like a streetcar named Desire. That no show should have any right to like. No, they spent well, ten minutes yeah. doing the show, um, yeah. and like you get to the point where Stanley's like Stella, and and Ned's shirt's all ripped and he's freaking out, and he's like Stella, can't you hear me Yella? <laughs> can't you tell I'm in hell? Stella, I would go see that. They musical. always talk about like The Simpsons predicted it, but. Uh, this I, I think this was parodying a type of show maybe at the time, mm-hmm. but since uh, since this episode we have seen a proliferation of like oh, yeah, shows that should musical. not be musicals turned into musicals. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now the thing is like now the thing is just like non musical hit movies that are not yeah. like fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber. Adapted School of Rock to be a Broadway musical, like Beetlejuice who, the musical. Who is mean that Girls for? The musical. There, who is a shit? Who is King Kong the musical for? <laughs> Did you Kongaholics? Uh, Kong, uh, big Kong heads. Kong <laughs> I'm a huge Kong head. I'm a Kong boy. I'm a Kong boy. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a great um, one of the New York Times article about how big of a disaster it was making. They spent they spent like something like. Twenty-four million dollars on the puppet for, <laughs> for King Kong the musical because they could not get it to work right. And my my cousin saw it. Uh, she she saw it for like ten bucks because they couldn't fill the seats. And she was like, "It was it was cool." I, I mean, paid ten bucks. I would see not to book. see a show just to look at, at a twenty-four puppet. million dollar yeah, puppet. puppet. Yeah, yeah. If my mom found out I spent twenty-four million dollars on this puppet, I'm in trouble. <laughs> what a structural puppet. She can't. I mean, it's a load-bearing it's a load bearing Kong. <laughs> it's a load bearing Kong. Oh, boy. Oh man. Favorite joke. I like just the sign on the uh, Ayn Rand's School for Tots that just says "Helping is futile." Helping yeah, is going. futile. A good bit. Um, I liked uh, one one last streetcar named Desire bit was ob- you know obviously we get to the end and. Blanche is like I, I I always rely on the kindness of strangers, which you know, 
in the context of the show is uh, is a very sad moment. And they hit that beat, and then the whole cast runs out onto the stage for this like jaunty. You always demand the kindness of straight, like like a big, <laughs> like a, big a fun, fun ride. Yeah, it's such a great, great that. bit. I think my favorite just joke is um, uh, Marge is all wrapped up in doing the play and not paying as much attention to her family, and uh, she's like, "I gotta go to rehearsal." And Homer's like, what about what about dessert? And she goes, you can open your own can of pudding. And he, <laughs> he Homer breaks the tab on his pudding. And he, he goes, oh, so I can open my own can of pudding, huh? <laughs> like, 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 like yeah, I'm a fucking, wrong. yeah, that's great. Do you want to know what a piece? Oh, I also, well, oh, go on. I, I also loved just the, the birds reference. Birds one was great. They, oh, that they, was great. Maggie finally like does this big, like, Ocean's 13 caper to get the binkies back. And when Homer comes to pick her up, it, there's just children surrounding the entire entire um, nursery, like on cabinets, like like the scene from the birds when they're all just like menacingly watching them. They're all just sucking their binkies. That was great. But then Alfred Hitchcock walks by after. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm just now remembering this, but you want to know what a piece of shit I was in uh, like eighth or ninth grade? I won. A poetry contest in school, Ooh. and they gave me a twenty-five. Wow. I know they gave me a twenty-five-dollar gift card to Barnes and Noble, and I went there with my <laughs> gift card, and I bought. I was like, "What should what what do I what do I need to read?" And I bought a collection of Tennessee Williams plays, and then just went home and read like a streetcar <laughs> named Desire. And suddenly last summer, and just just sat in my room and thought, "I'm so." Fucking I'm so smart. Fucking I'm so smart. Fucking, I won a poetry contest, and now I'm reading. No, play. I'm a genius. I'm reading Tennessee Williams now, <laughs> and I'll be reading Kentucky Jones later. I took a play, uh, um, not a playwriting class in college, just a play, re- like a, sure. the literature of plays. Uh, um, so all we did was read plays and dissect them, and the class was was taught by the most ancient man I've ever met, and he would go off in these crazy tangents where we would be like talking about streetcar, and he would just tell this like eight minute story about meeting Tennessee Williams, <laughs> and he would be like, he would say things like Tennessee. He had a handshake like a dead fish. <laughs> he would say shit like that. Like, that's okay. My and he knew, like, he knew Arthur, like Arthur Miller used to teach in the school. He would t- tell Arthur Miller stories all the time. That's like the what the whole class was. My play reading teacher, Carol, uh, brought Edward Albee to the floor one time to meet everybody. That's she cool. was like a hundred years old. <laughs> she like hadn't written a ton of plays. She had mostly translated Chekhov from ah. Russian. And she was also just like she would just talk about what theater was like in the fifties. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> back then we were really doing it, you know. Neil Simon was all our little brother and yeah. we picked on him because <laughs> like, what are you, what back you? then we were really doing it. <laughs> we did theater. We did theater Somehow those people are all rich. Yeah. Theater, there's no money in it, but everyone who talk is like old and like teaches theater, they were rich. Like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Filthy stinking. That's uh there we're we're in the part where uh 
uh, so art is either completely undervalued. That's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Or completely overvalued. There's no middle ground. So you're like you're just some like dirt bag who can nobody wants to any time of day. That's us. Hey. That's us. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> or or yeah, you you're so overvalued that your people are just like shoveling money at you for garbage. That's what I got to figure out is how to pivot from I would love dirtbag to get no money to yeah. the money dirt, shovels. Yeah, dirtbag no money. Dirtbag, dirtbag so money. much money. Much money. <laughs> so and much all money. money. All dirtbag money. All money. You guys got any sponsors? Um, I think the woman who's been sponsoring a lot of this situation is my mom in the basement. <laughs> she <laughs> is. And if she finds out, I am in fucking trouble, yeah. man. She, if she, if she gets any stronger, I'm, I'm going to have to answer a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm going to have to say a uh, shout out to thank you for our sponsorship. Uh, um, load bearing action figures <laughs> limited. Uh, if you, if you need a, a, a wall propped up by, you know, a four-inch tall plastic shredder, or like one of those old eight-inch tall GI Joes. Uh, I got a guy. Yeah, awesome. Uh, my sponsor right here. Uh, it's it's a new one. Uh, let me unfold it real quick. Uh, it's got to read this word for word. It's really important. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, you know stars. You know writers. You know famous personalities. Uh, but do you know about their habits? Coming this fall to HBO, uh, a special, a revealing special about Matt Groening himself <laughs> called You're in My Second House. <laughs> You're in my second house. <laughs> the story of Matt Groening's That's piss house. HBO, piss house. H- HBO's follow-up to uh, to Alan versus Pharaoh is, is the Matt Groening piss the house. Matt I thought that was a boxing house. match. <laughs> yeah, that is. It is. Yeah, Mia Farrow is going to box Woody Allen on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever loses this can't Oh man! Whoever loses Boy. can't ever do anything ever yeah. again. <laughs> uh, um, but folks, uh, thank you for for coming back with us. Thank we're you. We're back and we're never we're back leaving. And we're again. never leaving again. We have the strength of three men and uh, we, punk. We can't we can't stop doing the show because um, my wife is gonna pick out Simpsons tattoos for us all to get if we ever finish. We're gonna finish. We're gonna finish. I mean, um, whether it's seventeen years or twenty three. If you have we'll any see. suggestions, uh, I I have. I have known the answer to the question, who's your favorite band, every day of my life since sixth grade. This is a very disorienting time for me. Uh, so if you, if you have any suggestions about who my next favorite band should be. Some 41. Some 41. I, I'll take I'll, – I'll give a, I'll give any suggestion to series merit. Chevelle. <laughs> Chevelle. Can you imagine if we got really into <laughs> Some 41? Can you, can you imagine if like – it was like – you know, like I know Darren said it as a joke, but like – I'm seeing red. I buddy. think my new favorite band is Chevelle. Is that seeing red? I gotta get this. I, I, I say Chevelle <laughs> way too much as a bit. Is seeing red there one song? I can't remember. I have no I idea. I think it is. I don't, man. Um, but I like. I uh, uh, this is hitting me in a way that no no like celebrity news has ever. I'm like I'm actively grieving. Uh, so uh, I need the every, red. I need everybody's love and support. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my favorite band is Joe Balloon. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, you guys, we'll be we'll be back every week. We're we're back again. We're back for a while. We're yeah. back, barring uh, another natural disaster catastrophe. If you that shuts down if the you world. made it this far into the episode, uh, post uh, 
uh, post something on, on the Homophilia uh, page. Yeah. Post, post a picture of the Ninja Turtles post, on the Homophilia post page. Post a picture of the Ninja Turtles with uh, a recommendation of what my next favorite, favorite band, band should be. Or else. Or as else. Long as or, else. <laughs> or, or else. All right. I think that's. I think we're good. I think we're officially off we, Okay. We did not go around the horn and say what our, if this changed our favorite episode. But also, oh. I did not go back and look at what we were at last week. So next week, we will... We'll get back to that. I this have, did not change my favorite this episode. This is not going to so. change I, don't, I cannot either. remember what my favorite episode was up until this point, but it was not this. Uh, here, here, let me let me, here, let me me list this out. Here's what we got coming I up. I want to say it's the one with Fry's dog was my favorite episode. Uh, here's mm. what we got coming up, though. Where he leaves uh, it In outside. the short term, we have, yeah. Ho- we have Homer the exactly Heretic. What you're talking about. We have Homer the Heretic, Leash of the Beauty Queen, Trios of Horror 3, Itchy and Scratchy the Movie, Marge oh. Gets a Job, New Kid on the Block, Mr. Plow, Lisa's First Word, Homer's Triple oh. by- Bypass, Marge versus the Monorail, Selma's Sel- Choice, hey. Brother from the Same Planet. My whole point is... Uh, it doesn't matter what our Man, favorites we're are. Yeah. Our, it doesn't matter what our favorites they're gonna are. Change. They're going to change. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll make sure weeks. to listen to the last episode before this one and and, yeah. and figure out what Can't our favorites are. Uh, I would say if we talked favorite eps, I, I would I would say this one is high on the list for heart and, and relatively high on the list for last. But this one doesn't have enough laughs. This for was me more. To, yeah, to this roll was through more. Uh, I think the perfect Simpsons this was app more, is this, the ones with hearts and rolling laughter. This episode was very clever. Good app. Good clever. I have to give I have to give this episode a lot of props for being very clever it wasn't like lol funny if but this, very clever uh, if this was a season one episode it would have been the best episode of the yeah season. oh yeah easily oh yeah. is um, this uh, a cardiogram that has a doctor um nervous because it is a high in heart <laughs> that works yeah i it technically uh, it, I guess wow, it works. totally picking up what you're putting down there buddy <laughs> <laughs> i'm putting down what you're picking up <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got it. When you're picking up, I'm putting down. You're picking up. Disrespectful thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you're picking up over there, buddy. I'm putting putting that shit. I'm putting it right. I'm putting that shit down, man. I see you picking that that shit up. Put it down. It's it's load bearing. Put it down. Put that down. It's load bearing. Better put it down. It's a load bearing joke. You better put it down. That's a load bearing joke. We will see you next week. Yeah. Good, good riddance. Good, good riddance. riddance. Fuck you. Fuck you. Riddance. Oh, you Fucks. fucking fuck. Beat it. Fuck you. Beat it. Bye. Bye. Bye.